This is the Behind the Line Podcast, coming to you from the wacky left coast capital of Seattle. News from the Pacific Northwest, the left coast, the U.S., and the world that matters. The stories the MSM won't talk about. Deciphering the truth through all the lies. For more, visit BehindTheLinePodcast.com. Well, of course, everyone knows that Hamas invaded Israel over the weekend, and hopefully you're keeping up on all of that. If you're not, you should be. Officials are calling this a massive intelligence failure by Israel and the United States, and I personally don't buy this for a second. I'm sure most of you have seen the videos of the invasion, dudes on mopeds and paragliders. Are you honestly telling me that one of the most secure countries in the world was somehow caught off guard by this? And now it's also come to light that Egypt had information this was going to happen and tried to warn Israel and they blew it off. If Egypt knew about this coming, then you know the U.S. and Israel knew about it. Their fancy radar couldn't pick those paragliders up. They couldn't shoot those slow-moving targets out of the sky. 35 miles an hour, those things fly. Top speed. There's no way they missed this. There's no way this was kept secret for the amount of time required to plan this incursion. Too many people, too many moving parts, and you're trying to tell me that nobody talked about it? That no intelligence offers got wind of this? There's no way. It was allowed to happen. They needed this to be the catalyst for something else. They've been calling it their 9-11 since this started. And I think most of us know Israel has wanted to bomb Iran for some time, especially in the last year, when they claim Iran is nuclear or is close to nuclear weapons capability, which I have no doubt is accurate. This will give them every reason they need to go after Iran because, of course, they're saying Iran helped plan this, and more than likely they did. Iran claims they had no part in assisting Hamas in this attack, but I think it's pretty clear that they did. The U.S. has sent two carrier strike groups now to the Middle East to support Israel, and both are on station. Potentially, we are looking at the U.S. becoming involved in this conflict, especially as it escalates and no doubt will expand. And there's talk now that there's special operators in the region that are going to go in and possibly get the Americans out that have been taken hostage. Countries in the region are picking their sides and could easily become involved as well. Russia backs Iran, so you can bet that if the U.S. puts boots on the ground, or fighters in the air, Russia will respond in kind. Here is where our low inventories of military weapons and ammo are going to come to light. We have been shipping a large number of supplies, as you know, to Ukraine. Now we may need weapons for Israel. Not to mention all the weapons and equipment that good old Biden left behind in Afghanistan we're now hearing has possibly gotten into the hands of Hamas. Big surprise there, right? You've also got China looming in the background. I'm sure watching with great interest. What better time to strike on Taiwan than when the U.S. is spread thin on two fronts?
this is going to affect global oil supply. They're already talking about rising prices because of this. Eventually, it will become a supply problem as well. Conflict in the Middle East will lead to supply chain problems with ocean freight. These conflicts are going to cause far-reaching problems in global supply chains in the coming days and months. So if you think you're safe here in America and none of this is going to affect you, and you can just keep watching Netflix and drinking your Starbucks, you're wrong. On top of this, you already have unrest in the U.S. Over the weekend, you had pro-Israeli and pro-Palestinian groups protesting and getting violent with each other. This happened all over the U.S. How long before that spills over into our cities and neighborhoods and we start seeing them lash out on civilians and businesses here in the U.S. because we all know how much they like to destroy businesses here. Black Lives Matter came out in the last few days in support of Palestine and comparing themselves to the poor, oppressed people of Palestine. This is going to happen because that's their mentality. And you've got all these whiners in the U.S. who are going to use this as an excuse to just go out and destroy property, loot, steal, kill, whatever. If they are unhappy with U.S. policy or involvement, they will take some kind of action. And we already know that they are. You've got politicians supporting Palestine, putting the Palestinian flag at their U.S. congressional office. We have a weak president with weak foreign policy. These countries see this and understand that this is their time to strike. The U.S. is talking about making cuts to special operations right now, too. What a ridiculous time to do that. Just more evidence of the lack of common sense in our government. There is none. This very well could be the catalyst that leads to World War III. And all these countries are hurting financially and they want power. And war, historically, is a good way to achieve superiority in both. The U.S. is spread too thin to fight a multi-front war. Aside from conflict abroad, our borders here in the good old U.S. have been wide open for the last several years, with record numbers of single, fighting-aged men crossing the border into our country. Who knows how many enemy fighters are already here waiting for the order. And, of course, Hamas has come out and said that tomorrow, Friday the 13th, is a day of rage. And that, Pal that Palestinians and people who back Hamas all around the world should take action, should be violent. They've literally said that they should kill all the Christians and Zionists. So all you Americans who support these people and the Palestinians, that means you too. They want you dead. And I'm not entirely sure how you support the Palestinian movement. They elected Hamas as their government in 2007, I think. Hamas is a terrorist organization recognized around the world as a terrorist organization. So I don't feel sorry for the Palestinians who are being bombed and are going to be invaded soon by the Israelis and maybe the Americans. Israel warned the civilian population that they would be bombed and to get out. 
So if they haven't, that's their problem. And if they really wanted to have peace or stop any further aggression, they would kick Hamas out of that country. They would have kicked them out of the country by now. But no, they voted for and support this government of terrorists. So in kind, they are terrorists. And if you support Hamas, you support the killing of innocent civilians and children and women, the beheading of little kids and babies. That's not fighting a war. That's not fighting against an aggressive government that you don't agree with. That's not fighting oppression. Killing little kids, babies, women, raping women, cutting the heads off babies and kids. You are some kind of sick F if that's your idea of fighting back against oppression. You're a coward. And if you support Palestine right now, that's what you're supporting. And you're a coward too. You may not agree with Israel and the things that they've done over there, but they're not going in there killing little kids, cutting their heads off, raping women. showing up at a music concert and killing hundreds of people and kidnapping people, raping women. This isn't, this isn't war. This isn't anything but terrorism. And those people and the people who support them need to be eradicated. Iran backs Hamas. They need to go to. And you know they've got nuclear capability thanks to President Obama who brokered that deal and gave them all this money. And speaking of money, the U.S. is still making $6 billion in payments to Iran. And all the news reports I've seen where they've questioned Democrat leaders in Washington about cutting the money off since this happened, they all just laugh the question off, scoff. None of our tax dollars should be going to that shithole country of Iran. None of our tax dollars should be supporting terrorism. Terrorism against Israel, terrorism against us. Are you tired yet of the, our government <laughs> taking your hard-earned money and giving it to all these people who have no business having our money? We have so many problems here in the U.S. and people that need help. And hundreds of billions of dollars going to fight these wars and given to these countries for whatever reason. Enough is enough. Iran should have none of our money. Iran needs to be dealt with in the same manner that Gaza is being dealt with, that Hamas is being dealt with. Eradication. Anyway, if you haven't been preparing up to this point, this is the time to start. 
if you have been, make sure you're topped off. Get extra. Because you can bet we're going to see cyber attacks, civil unrest, and maybe even conflict here at home in the coming months. Maybe in coming days. Tomorrow. Conflict abroad at this point is almost certain. Be prepared to be on your own, possibly without services like power and water, lack of supplies at grocery stores, lack of law enforcement or medical services, medication shortages. We import all that stuff, mostly from countries who will be opposed to us should conflict come. Do you think they're going to just keep shipping goods and supplies to us if we're at war? Or if we're, if we've even, even if we're not in a direct war, if we've taken sides, they're not going to be taking our side. China, Russia, other Middle Eastern countries, where we get all our oil from now, because again, President Biden cut off our self-sufficient supply lines. All the medication and goods and food that come from China. You think they're going to keep shipping that stuff if we go to war? They aren't. You don't supply a country you're opposed to in a war. Just like Israel has cut off Palestine. Food, supplies, oil, power. Oh yeah, power. Where did we get most, or not? if not all of our grid components for our electric grid in the US, we got it from China. And it's already been exposed that China had put kill switches in transformers that they can shut off. Do you think that's not gonna happen? Are you just sitting there with your head in the sand Watching movies, watching your favorite TV shows like nothing is going on. Look around. The world is a dumpster fire right now, and it's about to spread. You better be ready. And I'm not saying live in fear, but be ready. Don't fear what's coming, but be prepared to deal with it. To know that you can deal with whatever situation comes at you. Arm yourself and don't go anywhere without it. Tomorrow, I would avoid public places and big cities just in case. This is going to be an extended conflict and it's going to escalate and get worse. Prepare accordingly. The writing is on the wall. In fact, it's in your face now. Take action. Thank you for listening to the Behind the Line podcast. If you like this broadcast, please like and share it. Please follow us on Facebook, Rumble, YouTube, Twitter, Truth Social, Telegram, Gab, Parler, and LinkedIn. You can find our podcast at theonlinepodcast.com, netnewsnetwork.net, and on Anchor, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and anywhere podcasts can be found. Thank you for your support.